Nick's watching Stargate. They made a podcast that's on iTunes that you should rate. Nick's is a super fan. Grace is pretty new. Kaylee the Thorgy will help them make it through. Bartender Nick is here to make them drinks. As they reference random pop culture things. Crying out loud, they'll put a smile on your face. There's no place like Tara with Nick's and Grace. Welcome to episode 70 of There's No Place Like Terra, a Stargate First Watch Rewatch podcast. I am Nixie. And I'm Grace, and today we are going over season four, episode four. See you at the crossroads. <laughs> That's my bone thugs in harmony almost committing to the bit. I, but it's a really hard song to you, sing. You tried. You tried, tried until the very end. I tried and then I stopped trying. <laughs> Guys, it's important to commit to things. Commit to the bit. Mine is just, thank God there's no Britney Spears. <laughs> That's a pretty good one. To too. be fair, I never saw that film. Yeah, no, you don't need to. There's a reason <laughs> there's I never saw that no film. no need to. So this first aired on July 21st, 2000, written by Catherine Powers, directed by Mr. DeLuise. <laughs> um, so guest stars are, uh, in order of the people of that I know them outside of this series... <laughs> Um, Ronak, <laughs> Teal'c's father, mm. seen only in a couple flashbacks, is played by Sean Millington, who, for those of you who follow uh, Canadian League football, may <laughs> recognize him. Uh, he well, he played uh, Canadian League football, he was a fullback, and now he's a commentator for the CBC. I watched a lot of CBC, however, did not watch a lot of Canadian football. That makes sense. Um, but, <laughs> yeah, I find it uh, appropriate that that the guy playing Teal'c's father plays football. And the guy playing Teal'c plays Play football. football. That seems yeah. to make sense to me. Exactly. Who's next on our guest star list? Uh, I got next... one I'm excited about. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the next is Musetta Vander playing yes. Seanette. Yes. Is this the person you're excited about? Yes. Otherwise okay. known as... So, guys, I... I'm getting like, can I hold guess? your gasps? Okay, hold your gasp. I just started watching Buffy. <laughs> oh, okay. This is not the reference I thought you were going to. Oh go no, for, there's but, another one. Oh, but I know she was the crazy mantis teacher. She's in Buffy. Natalie French, <laughs> who I think we should name today's drink after. Okay, okay. Because it's got a little bit of like bite behind. It's a little classy the, though. Yeah, too. yeah, yeah. It's uh, what do we put? We put the coconut in the lime. We, yeah, it? we put the coconut in the lime, which doesn't like, work as well in the song. And coconut and lime. And things and deliciousness. Yeah. But so the Natalie French or the praying meant to scare you. To be fair, <laughs> Natalie French sounds like a Bond girl name. Oh, it does sound like a Bond. Yeah. That's probably why they did it. Yeah, it does sound like a Bond girl name. John Sweden. Uh, you. <laughs> so, but Musetta is a South African actress uh-huh. who's done a bit of everything. She started out in music videos. Mm-hmm. She has a history of dance. Her mom was a ballet teacher. I'm oh, pretty sure God. she was also a ballet teacher. Um, and the highlights of her time in <laughs> on MTV in 89 to 90 oh, include wow. Alice Cooper, Bed of Nails, Rod Stewart, <laughs> This Heart of Mine. She's got that like nice like early 90s yeah. late 80s look yeah, about yeah, yeah. her. Tina Turner, I Don't Want to Lose You, Elton John, <laughs> Healing Hands. Let's just say all over MTV, guys. Nice. I dig <laughs> it. Um, so she's got one other one. Yes. I'll, and I, I was like, I know her. From something before I knew her for, as Natalie French. Is it a sequel to a movie of a, a video game? It's a sequel to the greatest movie in the whole world, guys. <laughs> I knew she it was She plays Zindel <laughs> in Mortal Kombat 
Annihilation. I knew you were going to get... I, I actually like, wrote oh, that down specifically for you. <laughs> I was like, that's where I know her from. Yep. She's so awesome. And then I remember thinking, because Sindel's basically the slutty character. Okay. Like, if you're going to be slutty, you play yeah. Sindel. Gotcha. she's just... You just it's one just, of the ones with basically a costume painted on her. Yeah, so okay. it's like she's not, um, you know, she's not one of the, the princess girls. She's not Katana or Jade or Melina. Which I'm is, nodding along and not telling her that I've never actually played Mortal Melina Kombat Melina is the, what is the butterface of the three. Melina is basically half some other scary thing and she's okay. got like weird creepy teeth. Sindel is basically just an evil bad guy who wears purple and it's got a giant storm-like streak in her hair. Okay. So she plays Sindel, which is like the evil queen. Gotcha. Guys, Mortal Kombat. She's done a lot of other things. Uh, everything from Boy Meets World to, as we mentioned, Buffy to nice. Star Trek Voyager, Xena, Frasier, Hawaii Five O. Tons of movies, including she was a siren in No Brother Where Art Thou. Oh, wow. So I know oh, you were fond of that. Yes. Um, I am a man of custom style. Yeah. <laughs> So, I actually, that's one of the movies that I, like, regretfully haven't seen before. Oh, my gosh. It's, it's, it, again, it's one of those where I'm, like, among these many movies I haven't seen, where it's not like I've been avoiding it. It's you just, just to it, yeah. I have never had it come around. The other one is um, The Big Lebowski. Oh. Ha- not that I've been avoiding it, just haven't... There are, like, three copies of that movie in my house. I may just give you one. <laughs> okay. There's, okay, there's a couple movies that there are multiple copies of in our thing, house. Like, I love the Bridges Brothers. <laughs> yeah. Like, I love both Jeff and Lloyd. Yeah. Like, well, yeah. and anything and that Bo, the Coen Brothers do is and also Bo, great. which, yeah. here's a spoiler. Bo Bridges, I forgot about here's him. Here's the thing, and I'm not going to tell you in any way, shape, or form okay. of what he plays, but... Bo Bridges does make an appearance on Stargate at some point. What? Yes. I like it. I like it. He is, unfortunately, the only Bridges brother. (laughs) But. Well, I feel like, do the Bridges brothers and the DeLuise brothers have, like, a a support group with the Baldwin brothers? Yeah, probably. Like, the famous brothers support group? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Because I wonder who else. Like, would the Gyllenhaals be invited? Or are they like, no, brothers only. Yeah, I think it's brothers only. (laughs) I think it's brothers only. Like, you know, maybe, like, the Savage brothers, like Fred and Ben. Yeah, it's like, it's a no girls allowed club. Or the Afflicks, you know. The Afflicks are probably allowed. (laughs) <laughs> but does there have to be more than just two of them? Oh, that's a like good because point. you know families may have two brothers that's that true. are it's in two acting or in a, in... in a Mexican armada. <laughs> Sorry, that's a, that's that's a Rick and Morty reference. I feel like there has to be like it's three to make it more you know to make it more exclusive. We can't just add everyone. There has to be three acting brothers. Minimum. Three or more brothers. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll take it. Okay. Guys, we're just getting shit done today. <laughs> None of it is important, but it's nope. all getting done. Nope. Uh, but also, the next who plays um, Hebron, 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 Tanith. Oh, yes. Is yeah. Peter Wingfield. Okay. So, he's a Welsh actor who oh. is probably in my top three or four favorite characters on Sanctuary, <laughs> which, full disclosure, we were watching right before we recorded. We, we may or may not have just watched the second half of the first episode. It's only taken like two months for us to get to the second half of the pilot episode, it's, but... It's a lot of suspense was building. Yes. It was totally worth it. So I don't <laughs> want to give away who he plays in it. <sighs> Because Grace, again, I I love to keep her not spoiled. Okay. I will say for those la, of you... La, la, oh, no, 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 I'm not going to say. <laughs> I was just going to say for those of you who know the series, uh-huh. know who he is. Like, they recognize him. I will just say he's one of the five 
You recognize him. That's all I'll Peter say. Peter Wingfield. He's, he's got wings. Yeah. And then you find him he, in the field. Yeah. And he's he's not holding the, his Peter. He's no. not the one with <laughs> <laughs> Nope, just kidding. <laughs> he's not the one with wings. Oh god. Dang it. What a bummer. <laughs> that went over it her head. Made that sense. went over her head, I'm guys. Dumb. I'm dumb. That went over her head. Those of you who know Sanctuary oh. know the joke. Yay! Uh, anyway. Aww. He was also... I was so busy being proud of my... I know. Uh, Peter joke? Peter joke. Peter, yeah. Peter Dick pun? Jokes. Dick jokes are great. Dick jokes In are fun. Forms. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he was also Mythos on Highlander, the series. I probably pronounced that wrong because it's nice. been probably about a decade and a half since I've seen Highlander, the it's series. It's probably pronounced Mentos. Probably. It's the fresh maker. Yeah, it is. It is. <laughs> um, but... What makes Peter super awesome and interesting is not his acting career. It's the fact that in 2001, he went back to school and entered the College of Medicine at the University of Vermont. Whoa. And has recently started his residency at the University of California, San Diego. Talk about like a midlife change. Well, not really. He started training in Oxford and at oh, St. Bartholomew's, wow. uh, Sherlock reference, everyone, um, <laughs> and one, like normal college age. Got it. And one month before he was supposed to graduate, he just left and started pursuing acting full time. That's how you do that. Yeah. You're just like, yeah, I'm done doing this for now. Uh, so he's still, and he's also run the Boston Marathon. <laughs> Jeez. So basically he's like the, the most, he's the, <laughs> the most interesting man inadequate? Yeah. yeah. Do you want to feel inadequate? Just look him up. Go talk to him. Yeah. He's been in a ton of things. He still is Today even... I took a shower and I made the bed. <laughs> I feel good about it. Listen, <laughs> me making the bed is an accomplishment for the day. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he's still doing a couple of small roles here and there, but you know, not as cool as going back to school to finish and getting his MD. <laughs> no kidding. Yeah. I heal lives, people. Yeah. So he's, <laughs> he's kind of awesome, guys. Alrighty. Into the episode. Dun, dun, dun. We start with an off-world activation. Iris closed, guns up. It's Braytex IDC, though. So Jack's like, oh, oh everyone, take, I'll go meet him. Yeah. Go get Teal'c. Um, appropriate. That's not Braytech. No. That comes through Stargate. Yeah. Remember well, the last episode of, like, uh, Sun Looks Like Trouble? Yeah. That's... Kind of what talk about trouble part two in this yeah. episode, yeah. Uh, and and Jack's like, you've done something to your hair, Braytech. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's a woman who pulls who pulls her hood down, puts her hands up, and says she means no harm. That's yeah. always truth. Uh, she is Shawnak of the Red Hills. I like how uh, Jack seems to always call dibs. Yeah, when it's a cute girl coming yeah. through, it's like dibs, dibs, dibs. I'm calling dibs. I'm talking to her first. Yeah. <laughs> In this case, she's like, you no. don't matter. You you're not important. Um, and Braytech opened the Chuppa Eye for her, but couldn't come through himself because of unrest on Chulak. Plus, mm-hmm. we did not cast him as a guest star in this episode. Right. Uh, <laughs> right. He was unavailable. He was unavailable. Uh, but as soon as Teal comes in the room, he clearly recognizes her. Yeah. Immediately. And in a very longing way. Yeah. They greet the- each other. <laughs> <laughs> there was a very, like, I-, I had, like, a flashback to season one Daniel. And I was like, wait yeah. a minute. Wait a minute, didn't Duke have a wife back on Chulak? <laughs> Wait, but what? What's happening? To be What's fair, happening? she's not on Chulak anymore. That's, she's not on Chulak anymore. Different hoes in different area codes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's, uh, they look like uh, they're pretty close friends there. <laughs> yeah. We also have an Indeed in there. 
Well, you do have an indeed, and I yes. was going to ask if that one counted. I wrote, that one does indeed? count. It's an entire mark. sentence. <laughs> it's an entire sentence. I do. I absolutely, like, the first thing I thought when she walked in, I was like, I like our headband. Yeah. And then I thought about it a little longer, and I think I might have had something. That may or may not have existed on a trip to Vegas at some point. <laughs> that might have been a thing that I thought was really appropriate to wear in Vegas. Vegas. <laughs> We always said how you knew you had a good trip to Vegas when you had an entire load of laundry when you came back that involved glitter <laughs> yeah, yeah. and sequins. <laughs> it reminded me very much. I don't know why, but I felt she needed to turn the beat around. <laughs> <laughs> Let me feel, feel the passion. <laughs> I really irrationally enjoy that song. Like you can't not dance to that it's, song. It's one of those. It's like get on your feet and make it happen. I may have also danced to both of those songs in my dance career. I dig it. I dig it. I, I can't uh, think of that Get On Your Feet song now without thinking of Parks and Rec, if anybody knows the reference. I don't think I've gotten that far in Parks and Rec. I will leave it there. I then. need to go back and <laughs> I was watching it and then got distracted by other shows. That happened. And I've seen other entire series <laughs> in between. <laughs> You'll get that. Well, I just started I just started Next Generation again. It's going to be a bit. <laughs> it's going to be a while. Anyway. No introduction is needed on her end, though she knows she knows the group. Yeah. Uh, Bray Tech <laughs> has told her much about Jack Teal's yeah. apprentice, yeah, the warrior of which, great skill and cunning. Which she she doesn't he doesn't even hear the warrior of great. Yeah, he's so butt hurt by that other line that the entire episode. He's yeah, like, he is Master Teal. Yeah, I, I love it. <laughs> I love it. It's like she did call you a warrior, <laughs> a, a skilled warrior, warrior. A skilled and cunning. Like you're, she kind of called you a bad. She's like. Like, nope, sticking to my gun. Sticking and, uh, to my pout. And she knows Hammond of Texas as he walks in. A great, strong leader among the humans. I love this. I love every time they say Hammond of Texas, I want it's, him to have, like, an old, like, you know, 1500s, like, outfit on and, like, kneel and before the queen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am Hammond of Texas. And, like, take it off with a flourish. Take the head off. <laughs> a little bow with cowboy boots. Uh, yes. Um... <laughs> She says she must be taken to the Tok'ra immediately. She has information that could destroy the gold. Dun, dun, and credits. Dun, dun. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so it's briefing room time. Yes. Shaunak has said that she's found a way to communicate with her symbiote, which Chilk is like, no, you didn't. Lies. Lion Cat says lie. False. <laughs> uh, and she's like, no, that's just what the Jafar are trained to believe. Mm. I actually figured out a way. I first did it like in a deep state of Kelnarim. And mm-hmm. Tilk's like, uh, bullshit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Janet's like, well, the symbiote acts like an internal organ. You can mm-hmm. exchange hormones and electrical <laughs> impulses, but like there's not like a conscious like combo there. Yeah, I feel like he approaches it the way people approach um, lucid dreaming. Yeah. Like he's like, it's not a thing. And she's like, no, but I did it. And it's like, nope, not a thing. Yeah, not a thing. can't prove it. Yeah. Uh, you cannot tap into your unconscious that way. <laughs> she, Although I think you can. I, 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 I keep wanting to, but I have not been able to fly yeah. <laughs> in my dreams. Uh, she's she's taken, it says it's taken years, but she's raised that symbiote to a conscious level and she's convinced that the ghoul are evil and it's willing to join the Tok'ra and reveal all of its secrets to them. <laughs> um, the problem is, is they don't just, they, she can't communicate it with words. It's right. feelings, images, memories. So it can't fully communicate until it takes a host. Got it. Um, and since, you know, it thinks the ghoul are evil, right. totally willing to, to go against them. Mm-hmm. Um, and you only wants to take a willing host at the same That's time. That's fair, yeah. 
So Shawnag doubles over in pain. Uh, it's quite urgent this get done now because her symbiote is ready to take a host now. It's like grown up and needs to leave the nest. Uh, it's actually past time, and you know it's it's like it's not going to harm anyone. She right. assures it's it's a it's a good ghoul. yeah. I'm um, not going to lie. A couple times I thought she was pregnant, and I was very glad I did a rewatch. <laughs> and I was like, oh, no, she's not pregnant and trying to get rid of a ghoul. Yeah. She's just trying. Uh, don't ask me why. Well, That's later she considers went. it her child. Yeah. She calls her that the child. That might be it. So. <laughs> um, but Hammond says that, you know, you can't just take you to the Tok'ra. And <laughs> she's a little butthurt by that. Yeah. Like, what, you don't believe me? That's just, you don't believe me? Just yeah. on face? And they're like, um. It's fine. Yeah. No, no, we don't. And Daniel tries to, like, soften the blow going, no, we, but no, Teal'c's like, no, I don't, you can't prove it. I yeah. don't believe you. I'm done. Yeah. And then Jack tries to soften the blow and say, he's like, no, I said precisely what I intended to it's say. It's like, I don't, don't play diplomat for me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I want, I'm being an asshole. It's just straight up telling her I don't believe exactly. you. Exactly. Yeah. And we're like, okay, then. Yeah. So. It's, it, you know, her word isn't enough. Mm-hmm. This is a big, like, galactic-changing situation here. Yeah. Uh, and she's like, fine, the secrets of the ghoul are going to die with her. Uh, and her stomach starts to, like, bubble up and move. <laughs> Which is creepy. She doesn't, you know, understand. Braytac was wrong about the wisdom of the Tari. And as she stands, she then collapses. Because mm-hmm. uh, gravity. And her symbiote then comes out of her pouch. Her new CG symbiote. Yeah. Comes out of her pouch. Yeah, that's, um... Those are always fun to look at. I don't know what else. To, they're just I feel weird. like it is less disgusting than the, the than CG the, than the jelly. There's less covered one. Yeah, it's less snotty and more wormy. That's true. Snakey. Yeah, that's true. So it's there's like a little baby dragon. It's like it's, Mushu. Yeah, it's Eddie Murphy, guys, in your belly. <laughs> I really wanted to be voiced by Eddie Murphy now. <laughs> A dragon. I don't I, even know how. I must say, that. I was like, I almost wish I could do an Eddie Murphy impression now. But guys, imagine I'm insert Eddie Murphy impression here. Because <laughs> I'm not going to attempt that. Uh, and so um, Hammond orders Nearman to like get your gun out and point it at him. Yeah. Seal's like, no, not yet. Wait, get your gun. So. <laughs> Shanek starts talking to the symbiote, uh, and Teal like stares it down, <laughs> stares it into yeah. going back she inside. Like, oh, you go back to third base. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you can do not slide for home. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, and once it's it's tucked away in bed, uh, it, it's now safe for Janet to approach again. Uh, in the infirmary, the symbiote is fully adult, and mm-hmm. so her immune system is breaking down because it's no Yikes. longer a yeah, larva. Um, it is like its instinct is to find a new host. Got it. Got it's it. Just at some point, it's not going to be able to deny the instinct. Okay. Um, and Jack's like, yeah. No, isolation sounds like a good Let's plan. Let's do that. That's the thing we should do now. With the ghoul. Mm-hmm. That's Eddie Murphy. <laughs> Eddie Murphy Gold. Eddie Murphy Gold. It's Mushu, the Gold. <laughs> um, Surprise! But That's no. how we defeated the Huns. <laughs> how Let's did we get, get here? Business. To <laughs> defeat the gold. <laughs> oh, damn. I couldn't do it. I got carried away. <laughs> uh, and so she's like, no, no. Um, it, you don't need to put me in isolation. Right. And Janet's like, I gave you a sedative. <laughs> Why are you awake? How are you like this? She goes, you know, <laughs> Kelma has neutralized it. And mm. Teal going, that means child. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. Seriously. 
Uh, and he's like, that's that demon thing, not a child. Yeah. She's like, but, you know, I carry it like it's a child. I've taught it right from long, wrong like a mother would. Mm. And you just have a closed mind, Teal'c. Oh, yeah. She's, and, uh, she's on to something. And she's got like a point. She does. She's got an interesting perspective. And Teal'c doesn't look away and stares at her going, can we talk alone? And you're yeah. like, shit's going to go down. Yeah. Uh, I gotta tell you, it's so great to see someone go toe-to-toe with Teal. It is. It's someone who has a similar history, who comes from the same neighborhood, so to speak. Also. And can speak to it on a different Who level. I will say is more successful in standing toe-to-toe with him than his actual wife. Right, yeah. There's something about, like, it's like if, if I, it's like growing up in the hood or something. Yeah. And it's like, she grew up right there with you. Yeah. She knows exactly what you're saying, and she's calling your bullshit. Yeah. And she's saying, look, this is this is my perspective on the things that you see very differently. I think the only other person who can talk to him like this is Braytag. Yeah. There's something about that you left. Yeah. You left. I think Jack is able to on a different level, but mm-hmm. not in the same... Right. He not just, in the he same... They just did not come from the exactly. same place. Yeah. Yeah. As drastically as possible, they yeah. come from the same place. <laughs> <In> Minnesota. <laughs> and Trulac. Probably not the same. Um, (laughs) And uh, Shanak is like, look, my symbiote assured me that the outburst wouldn't happen. It's fine to leave us alone. And and Jack's like, yeah, because the snake says so. Let's listen to that. So they leave. Uh, (laughs) So Shanak and Teal'c talk it out. Yes. Um, Teal'c basically is like, you became, you were a priestess at the temple worshiping the Gould. Mm. And she's like, yes. And I started hearing the thoughts of the symbiote meditation at the temple. And I realized that while it's a very powerful mind, it's not a god. And she then dedicated her entire life to showing that symbiote the way of peace. And Teal'c's like, I I can't believe that Braytech would just send you here like this. Yeah. Like with this, trying to convince me of this. And he's like, there's only one way you can get me to believe this. Mm-hmm. So. And then. Later in Daniel's office, Daniel and yeah. Sam are looking stuff up as they do. Right. Jack comes in for a visit. He's like, guys, I think these two have a history. You think? Yeah. And Daniel goes, she's a temple priestess. They don't, like, do a ton of dating. It's like, no, bro, there's, there's something there. I know it. <laughs> He's like, trust me on this one. Yeah. Uh, Sam's like, the bigger question, because Sam's like, uh, let's not talk about Taylor's love life. Let's yeah. get to the actual point. It reminds me of a time... This is a completely unrelated story, but I like telling it. We go to a there was a friend. Two friends of mine were dating. We all worked together. They were kind of not telling anybody. And someone came to me. They're like, I think Luke likes Lindsay. (laughs) I was like, oh, yeah. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) But it's one of those like, I'm pretty sure there's definitely a thing. They're like, no, no, no. It doesn't go enough. You guys are all dumb. Way to point out obvious things to the world. <laughs> yeah, <Anyway>. exactly. <laughs> Good job, Jack. Yeah. Um, but Sam's like, real real situation at hand. Yeah. Uh, if she's telling the truth, if she is, she could be extremely valuable to the Tok'ra. Right. Because most of them left the ghoul gene pool like over 2,000 years ago. Yeah, so and they have no perspective. They have yeah. no perspective and this symbiote could have a ton of knowledge in those intervening two millennia. Right, that that's they don't quite have. a while, yeah. yeah. Uh, and Jack's like, yeah, but if Teal doesn't buy it, I certainly as hell not going to buy it. 
And that's when Teal comes in. Mm-hmm. And then Jack's like, Master Teal. Did somebody say Teal? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and Teal's like, look, I need your help. And Daniel and Sam. <laughs> All of you come Actually, on. just, can everybody just come here? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I'm being so weird about this. <laughs> because you're Teal. Uh, <laughs> so Teal has all the candles in his room lit. Mm-hmm. Um, and he explains that in the... What? <laughs> nope. <laughs> Not gonna do it. <laughs> Teal just invited an entire party in his room and let candles are on. Yep. <laughs> That's where my brain went. That's the nope. I just noped my own brain. <laughs> you just noped your nope into a yep. I noped my nope into a let's go with it. So uh, he explains that in the deepest states of Calmarine, <laughs> his heartbeat slow. His heartbeat slows considerably, mm-hmm. and it's even possible to start his heart, stop his heart altogether. Holy crap! The practice is obviously forbidden. Yeah, for don't obvious kill reasons. yourself for fun. <laughs> and uh, and the symbiote would start his heart back up again. And yeah. Shonak is like, this is this is the point that you can communicate with your symbiote. Like a near-death experience. Oh, wow. Okay. And Jack's like, is it dangerous? And Daniel goes, he's stopping his heart. So, no. <laughs> and, and Jack's like, I meant for us. <laughs> and Daniel's like, okay. Right. Yeah. Uh, and Teal's like, I don't know what's going to happen to me, and I want some people here in case you people have to restrain me or take me out. Right. Basically. Right. Or restart my heart. Or restart my heart. <laughs> uh, and so he starts Kelner reaming and quickly sees uh, yeah. sees things. It's a vision of his father uh, in probably a less than fortunate circumstance. Now, is this the first time we've seen his father? I think it's the first time we've actually seen him. I okay. think he we've already he's already told us that his father died. Um, yeah, and that he was a soldier. Died and that he at, was a at Cronus. Yeah, because when we first met Cronus. When he was the one that came um, to the basically the trial. Okay. Got yeah yeah yeah. Uh, and and Teal was like, yeah, I don't trust him. He do kill my father. Right, right. That's right. I remember now. So we just haven't seen it. Okay. Um, and he comes back out and he's like, dude, I just saw my father. Yeah. I'm going back in. Yeah. <laughs> Time jump for yeah. various who knows how long. Yeah. Um, and he sees. We have his- to go deeper, and then that's when Chris <laughs> Nolan. <laughs> Had the greatest idea for a movie. (laughs) (laughs) That is on point. (laughs) So he sees his father brought in and brought to his knees for Cronus. (laughs) And Cronus is like essentially just drills his hand as if it's like an old school kung fu film ripping your heart out except nothing comes out. It's pretty fucking horrendous. Yeah, it's bad. Yeah, uh, and Teal, Teal collapses kind of at the same time his father collapses. Yeah. Uh, he's like, I received a vision from my symbiote, and the memory it chose to share with me shows that it hates me a lot. <laughs> I received a message from my symbiote. My, the message is, my symbiote is an asshole. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that was like some fucked up shit. Like, yeah. It was, I, I, I like that there's more to this, and that he mm-hmm. goes and he talks to Shonak, but... Holy moly, nobody wants to... It's like, you're trying something brand new. You've never been here. You found your unconscious state. And your unconscious state hates you. Imagine if you're like, you know, like, I'm going to try lucid dreaming. You know, I'm going to do this. I'm going to go into it. And then you do it. You go in and you, like, murder someone. Yeah. It's like, nope, never doing that again. Because it's fucking forever. Like, he he knows exactly how his father died. Yeah. He didn't see it. Yeah. No, thank you. I'm good. Yeah. Uh, fucking A. But he does now know that Sean Huck is telling the truth. Yeah. 
So, Anise is back. Thank goodness. In a less beef jerky costume. I was going to say, she needed a beef jerky dress redemption. Yeah. So, this yeah. is good. This, she's got some really classy stuff on. So, uh, it's another briefing room scene, and they're talking about the great, cre- great, great queen, Egeria, who mm. broke from the ghoul 2,000 years ago, and her offspring literally became the ghoul. Uh-huh. And as Daniel oh, says, the <laughs> sorry, yes, the yeah. Tokra, thank you. And as Daniel says, the Roman she's the Roman goddess of fountains and childbirth. And Jack goes, how do those things go together? And Dan is like, never mind. Who's also the... Uh, he's like the night man. Like, or the day man. You know, yeah. for friendship for everyone. Uh, she was also the advisor to Numa, Numa Pompilius. Pompilius. Okay. A, gr- a legendary ruler. Okay. Um, and Daniel's doing half of my history for me. Nice. So it's short. Yes. Um, what he doesn't say is that Egeria was a nymph. Oh. And uh, because of her role with the king of Rome, who N- Numa was the king of Rome. Okay. Like one of the founders of Rome. Cool. Uh, her name is also now used sometimes as like a female advisor or counselor. Like, oh, I if, think if, if someone is like, you know, someone's Egeria, yeah. it's like the, the female sort oh, of I think counselor. It, yeah. someone. Um, she's usually regarded as a water nymph. I think sometimes a mountain nymph, but usually a water nymph, and gave wisdom in return for libations of water and milk at her sacred groves. Nice. Yeah. Well, you know, fountains and bring babies, some milk fer- and yeah. water. Yeah. Bring some fermented milk and you'll get some wisdom. So Numa wrote down a bunch of her teachings and used them to establish the original framework of laws um, for Rome. Okay. And was buried with these books that he like of recordings oh. <laughs> talk and, about copywriting your shit it's yeah. like nope bury me with it <laughs> yeah exactly and so apparently yeah. uh one legend story is is that 500 years later by chance they found these these books with all this knowledge and um the senate ordered them destroyed Ooh. for various political reasons that would find themselves quite at home in today's Congress. Oh, that feels like uh, things that yeah, are... Yeah, it was basically, know. it's like, this could undermine us or... It's all look a little illibus. bit of history repeating. Yeah, so like, let's... Can we just destroy those let's pretend they didn't exist? Let's hide the truth from people and yeah. not let them know what truth is. That doesn't happen across so the world but today. <laughs> <laughs> um... So, Anise says that Egeria came to the Tauri to stop the gold from taking the humans and slaves. Um, so, basically, like, the, the story is basically saying, the Egeria in your legends, yeah, she was the original Tok'ra. Right. She was basically a badass. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and uh, Ra basically just killed her, but not before she literally spawned the movement. <laughs> Zing. <laughs> Zing. Yeah. Uh, and these children are basically most, like, it's the Tok'ra. Okay. A very few Gould have come from the other side. So, you know, 90, 95% of the Tok'ra are right. Ajiria's offspring. Um, none in the past couple hundred years have, have switched sides. And that's why the numbers are so small. They can't find new hosts or they die in battle. Right. She's like, if what Shanak says is correct, this could be huge for us. So basically, Ajiria is the mother of the of this small sect of yep. rebels all yep. the way down the line. Yep. Right on. She is uh, the Padme of... <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, that made me happy. Reference. Um, so, you know, she's 
Aeneas has decided to make the proposal to the council, the Tokar council. It's not going to be a quick or easy decision. And as she goes to leave, Teal's like, I have a request to make a Freya. <laughs> I don't want to speak to you, Aeneas. Yeah. Uh, and he hopes that there can be a symbiote found for Shaunak. And, she, you know, she came here expecting to die. And Teal is hoping to save her. Because I love her. Because I yeah. love her. Yeah. Uh, and, and Freya's like, there's no Jaffa among the Tokra. And he's like, there can always be a first. Yeah, that's true. Freya's like, I can't promise anything, but I do promise I'll try. Sure, yeah. So Teal'c then goes to see Shaunak, who's in the VIP room meditating. She's still in quite a lot of pain. Mm -hmm. Uh, Teal'c's like, so why'd you wait so long before coming? And she's like, well, I was afraid you wouldn't believe me. He's like, and I was right. Yeah, yeah, I was right, huh? (laughs) Yeah. She's thought of him every day uh, since the word came to the temple that she betrayed Apophis. Mm-hmm. And uh, he like he confirmed her doubts of yeah. the ghoul as certainties. Like, these are false gods. Yep. Um, he She says that as children, Teal was always the strongest and the bravest. And if we always knew you'd be first prime. Mm-hmm. That was what was in your yearbook, mostly, right. to become yeah, first prime. Like, yeah. That was the superlative. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you know. <laughs> I love the idea of, like, a black and white picture of Teal just standing there with that, like, face that he makes. Yeah. Where it's like, I am smiling. This is my I am smiling <laughs> this face. This is my smiling face. Yeah. Um, we do he see him smile in this episode, though. That's true. He has a smirk yeah, on his face. Yeah, we'll get to that. That's coming <laughs> soon. Yeah. Um, but and, and but then she says that you know you did what no Jaffa has ever done. You challenged the gods and you won. And many on Chulak now revere him as the gods they once revered. Mm-hmm. And yet he walked away. Yeah, yeah. And Teal's like, but my place is here. And she's like, look, Bright Tech can't bear this burden on Chulak alone. Yeah, you started this path. And he pointedly says that look, I've abandoned no one. And mm-hmm. she asked that when she dies and he's the only one left who can teach others what she's learned, what then? Tilk's yeah. like, do not concern yourself with me. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and she's like, you know, but she's given her, she's given her life for the reasons that he, the cause that he's yeah. inspired. It's really... I- I, I love, I feel like this is the first time we really see things from the set. Because, yeah, we've met yes. Bay, uh, Braytac and we've been yeah. to Chulak before. But so she's, from her point of view, and she's completely valid in this thinking, completely. I think. Completely. He basically abandoned them. Yeah. He just was like, hey, let's do this thing. All right. Peace out, guys. I'm going somewhere Have fun else. doing the dirty work. I'm going to go over to this other place. It's yeah. really cool. Yeah. I'm just going to live there. And yeah. I know that he's doing work and, 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 you know, we know that he's doing stuff, but they don't know that. They just yeah. know that they're stuck in this, like, war-torn world of Well, theirs. I also think, uh, you know, I do think that Shaunak realizes, yeah. like, kind of understands that he's doing this for the greater good, that he that he feels like he can do more good for Chulak here fighting with the Tari. But right. she's like... I can think that all I want. Like, I can know yeah, that on an intellectual level. I still level. live where I have to exactly. live, and I still have to deal with this day-to-day and stuff. That I you still think with. that you could do more good here on Chulak. Right. Regardless of what you, you know, I, how I virtuous your love, reason. I love that we come here, that yeah. we take Teal'c's character here, that he has to confront this. Yeah. It's a lot like when he had to confront the shit he'd done in his past, and it's like, yep. you, regardless of the good you're doing, it yeah. is good, and, and maybe not regardless. It's, it holds a lot of value. Exactly. But you've... You left. Yeah. You left. Whether it was for good reason, you're gone. And the people who loved you there still love you. And they still feel ties to you. And you're done. Yeah. 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 It's pretty shitty. But. So she goes, he goes to leave. And, you know, she's like, what did your symbiote show you? Mm -hmm. He tells her. 
And she, you know, she's like, look, it wanted you to know fear. Right. And, you know, you are stronger than that. Mm-hmm. So why does it look like your symbiote succeeded? Right. Um, and she goes to him and says that, you know, it's the same for me. It showed me horrible things and I continued to do it. Uh, and eventually it changed. Eventually it was showing me these beautiful things and I got to communicate with it. Yeah. Um, and, but there's more. Mm. She looks like I can't, I can't lose you for a second time. Right. Dun, and, she, dun, dun. and she says nevermore as if she was a raven. Yeah. And then they make out. Yeah. Yeah. This is where like the, the sexy soap opera music, like the I've loved you for all time and eternity and like I'll yeah. never let you go, Jack. There's there's history here. <laughs> yeah. There's history there's here. There's clearly history. And it sounds like it's from before he even met his wife. Well, if I'm going to read into the background. Yeah. From what I've seen, uh-huh. I can imagine that like they were childhood sweethearts. Yep. And she, she then joined the priesthood. Yep. So then they couldn't be sweethearts. Because he's like, well, fuck off. You went to the priesthood. And yeah. that's when he met Dreyak. Yeah. Which makes sense. But this is like his childhood love. Like yeah. Like his first love, I guess. Which is why, I mean, I guess, given the state of how they left things, maybe Tilk and Dreyak are kind of Jaffa separated. Oh, that's fair. You know what that's I mean? That's fair, yeah. She did go off and marry someone else. She did. She did. And at the end of things, they weren't necessarily on the same page. Uh, And whether they were or not, they're clearly not on the same page now. Maybe the the love is a little bit lost there. There's no faith in him. No, I do feel like if if you go and marry someone else for valid reasons as she had, Mm -hmm. but if you go marry marry someone else, it probably doesn't avoid your first marriage. Well, it goes to show (laughs) this, this, um, this deficiency of faith. Yeah. This, uh, you know, she... Whereas Sharnak loved him, still mm-hmm. loves him, and still believes in him, and she shows him his truth, but is like, ultimately, I love you. Yeah. Regardless of all this shit, his wife was like, mm, you weren't here, so she proved to be a little more fickle. Yeah. There, you know, and there's something to that. There's I can, something- I, uh, I, I don't know if I want to, want to, like, it, I think it, was, it yeah. was more difficult for Drake because she also made a point of, like, I was doing this for our son, no, and that's true, and 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 I don't falter for it, yeah. and I guess fickle might be too strong of a I think word, but the yeah. idea is that uh, she didn't. There wasn't the tenacity that that yeah. Sharnak has. So uh, yeah, history, <laughs> history there. Yeah, and no so kidding. Daniel just happens to be passing by <laughs> Sharnak's room as Teal Glim yeah. with a giant grin. Here's my question: How long between the making out? And when he walks out of the room. Well, that's what I'm like. I wrote Teal's grin, dot, dot, dot. Yeah. I think they went a little more <laughs> than make out. I think it's been a while. Probably I for both of them. I mean, for, she's a priestess. She's a priestess. He's like, yeah, I'm comfortable with this. They're old friends. <laughs> exactly. And he's like, you know what? I I could get I could get back into the I mean, swing of things. He doesn't have any hair. We don't know if he. We don't know what her hair looks like afterwards. No, that's true. Yeah, um, you, you know, yeah, that's true. She doesn't come out right away. For all we know, she's still in there recovering. Uh, I think Till got some guys. I I I want to say that Till got some because she would have to. Wouldn't be, that be she, where you would turn to? It's like a safe place. It's a familiar place. Might have to take some time to recover. <laughs> Yep, that would happen. Ooh, it's getting warm in here. 
Anyways, I love the grin <laughs> and the difference. Even Daniel notices yeah, this difference in that's him. That's bringing your step. It does not come from a good French kiss. It yeah. comes from other things. Yeah, yeah. It started with a good French kiss. Yeah. Um, and uh, so he's like, so how Sean Yeah. And she's like, the pain is extreme. She's handling it well. Uh, and uh, he's like, look, Teal'c, I'm heading for breakfast if you want. He's like, no, I'm good. Yeah. And he goes we'll to go walk have off. a smoke. <laughs> and Daniel's like, you know, stop. Can you stop walking for a second? Yeah. Uh, is everything okay? He's like, yes. And Daniel's like, yeah, I'm not an idiot. Um <laughs> You know, I'm I'm perceptive of this bunch. I'm pretty good at that, yeah. And I've you know she's been a little preoccupied since she's got here. And I'm gonna go on a limb mm-hmm. and just say that if you need to talk, I'm here. Yep. And Tilk just like grabs him by the arms and is like, Do you understand that if all Jaffa can be talked to candidate with the symbiotes in this way, like the days of the gold are numbered. Mm-hmm. And if Shawnak survives, I'm gonna be at her side teaching this on Chulak. Yeah. And if she doesn't, well, I'm not going to allow her sacrifice to be in vain. Yeah. Like, it's a total 180 Well, it's like this, this like, surge of, of hope and endorphins, if you will, has created hope, has mm-hmm. created the sense of love, the sense of, like, this could happen. Yeah. I might actually get a chance to be happy again. Mm-hmm. This could be a real thing. Like, he's allowing himself a little bit of yeah. that, like, sliver to get in. Yeah. And then Sam runs up and tells him that the Tok'ra have accepted her offer. Mm-hmm. And Jack's already waiting in the gear-up room. Nice. Which I like that it's called the gear-up room. The gear-up room, Because that's yeah. where you gear up. Yeah. Well, I love the idea that it would just eventually become the gear-up room. Yeah. And nobody would know where it came <laughs> the from. The gear-up room. Yeah, the gear-up room. <laughs> and it's like, why does it mean that? It's like, well, it means gear-up. And it's one of those things yeah. where, like, 15 years later, you go, oh, oh. that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> So, on uh, the Tok'ra planet of Vorash, or still on Vorash, uh, mm. the, in the tunnels, Anise welcomes them. Yes. And Anise greets Jack and tells Sam that her father asked her to shake Sam's hand and give Jack a big <laughs> kiss from him. And Sam's like, probably was the other way around. I love, I, and I love, like, the opportunistic Jack. He's like, like, no, maybe, maybe he did it. Maybe he did it. Plowing on, my sister. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um... And uh, so uh, Freya tells Shawnak that they have found a newly spawned symbiote to Mm -hmm. give Shawnak, and she's stunned. And Freya's like, you know, if you've truly turned a symbiote to our side, then your life is way more valuable than all of ours. Right. Um, And it's Which would be true. Yeah. It is. And now it's time to get to business. business. I I fucked that up. Damn it. Um, we're not even gonna re-roll guys we're just gonna roll with that roll so uh they found a host he's eager and willing and everyone (laughs) heads down to the hall to meet him they introduce uh hebron 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 i think it was i think so i literally watched this like two hours ago i can't tell you either okay hebron um, of paraville gin paraville (laughs) or no rum What? Jack just wants to, like, wants to really make sure he knows what he's getting himself into. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, I totally do. Jack's like, I'm totally not convinced, but okay. So he tells, uh, he asked, uh, Hebron asked Shawnak if she has anything he can tell him about who he'll spend the rest of his days with. Right. And, you know, just that he wishes to forswear his birthright and desires to stop the ghoul, he's like, awesome. Right. Please don't say I'm going to talk like that, too. Uh, we got a lot in common otherwise. Yeah. Um, 
So she collapses then. It's been too long. The Tok'ra aren't ready to do this implantation. Uh, and But she's like, can't wait any longer. Let's get to this. This is happening now. Yeah. like tears up part of his shirt open and is like, I'm ready. Oh, Take me. I wanted him to be like, my body is ready. <laughs> <laughs> my body is a wonderland. <laughs> Come and get it. <laughs> and the symbiote then goes for him and heads straight for his neck. Yeah. Should have been an indication to anyone in this room. That it's not ready. <laughs> this is not good. Uh, Sean Ike passes out and Hebron's eyes glow. Yeah. So now Hebron speaks like a Tokra and tells them to prep the new Primta. Uh, Sean Ike is near death. And he says that his name is Tanith. Mm-hmm. And he, it is his honor to pledge his allegiance to the Tokra. And A, he sounds really creepy and speaks way too slowly and is way yep. too cool to be a good guy in any way, shape, or form. Yeah. And also, Tanith sounds like a dragon from Pern. Uh. <laughs> Guys, if you read Dragon of Pern, I literally had to look up if Tanith was actually the name of a dragon. Was it? it is not. Damn. But all of the dragons... Is Tanith a thing? It sounds like it should be a thing. Pro- it may be a thing. I yeah. just... It sounds like... A, because all the... So, first of all... Pern is an amazing series. Okay. And I think when you have time for fun reading again, <laughs> uh, my life is mine. I again. own all of them. And <laughs> yes. th- I may just start rereading them again because, Done. guys, if you like fantasy series, I cannot impress enough. And dragons. And dragons and that friendship. you need to read the Dragon Rings of Pern. And karate. <laughs> There's no karate. <laughs> So karate and friendship. It. Put it this way I will just say that, first of all, dragons are the good guys. The dragons aren't bad. They're good guys. Mm-hmm. And uh, people ride them and communicate with them telepathy. I like that. They ride them through the skies. It's how you're training your dragon. It kind yeah. Okay. K- I like kinda, it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but all the dragons end in TH. Oh, which makes sense why Tannis would be a dragon. Yes. Uh, and, I mean, my personal favorite is Manimith, but I think a lot of people <laughs> love Manimith the most, because he's pretty awesome, and Ruth, but, okay. you know. I like that there's a dragon named Ruth. There are, well, Ruth is a very special dragon, okay. to be fair. Got it. He's a, Ruth is a very special dragon. Yeah, it's like having one just randomly named Bob. Basically, <laughs> and you know what? It, it is the most, like, common name <laughs> Of all of them. Anyways, it. I'm going to, if you've read Pern, I'm going to say that Tanith is probably a bronze and not a brown. It just sounds like a bronze name for me. It's going to be, any, anyway. Karate. Yep. And friendship. Seriously, Dragon Rose is It's like one of my favorite things in the world. Uh, anyway, so SG-1 minus Teal is waiting for news. And Anise comes in and tells them that, like, look, she's very weak and the symbiote is really young, but she should be fine. And Tanith Hebron comes in, and uh, and they're like, Jack's like, yeah, can we talk to Hebron for ourselves? And they get to, mm-hmm. and he assures them that everything is good. Okay. Everything is totally fine, guys. Clearly, they are not actually talking to Hebron. In yeah. retrospect. Yeah. Now we know. Spoilers for the, about ten yeah. minutes from now, yeah. guys. Ten um, minute spoilers. And everyone's <laughs> like, you're not watching live. <laughs> uh, and everyone's like, Awesome. So how about some of that fine gold knowledge then? <laughs> and Anise is like, when the time is appropriate. And yeah. Jack's like, pretty sure now it's appropriate. And Anise is like, pretty sure it's not. And uh, <laughs> and uh, and she yeah. clarifies that Tanith asked to join the Tok'ra, not yeah. the SGC. I love how pissed Jack gets here. Oh, and yeah. he's like, here we fucking go again. Exactly. This is not okay things. Yeah. He's not fond of this idea, guys. No. And Anise says they will gladly share any knowledge. 
is useful for the alliance with Earth. Okay. Snobby butt face. Yeah, that's pretty terrible. There's, uh, yeah. Look, I, I see her point. But. But I see why Jack's so, like, pissed. Yeah. Because it's like, I thought we were fucking part of this. Yes. It's like, no, ultimately you're not. We're just going to do what we want to do. Sam is, she's like, my father can't be going along with this. And Nisa's like, eh, he he will be. Yeah. Basically meaning he has no fucking idea. And he won't. And he wouldn't. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jack would like to know how he can hang up and talk with Freya. Because he likes Freya. That's how that works, yeah. (laughs) She assures Jack that they are in agreement, and he's like, I don't don't buy that shit. Yeah. Uh, And that's when Shauna comes in, Mm -hmm. and uh, her and Tanith have a nice little reunion, and Jack just figures they'll mosey on back to Earth and tell Hammond how much the Tok'ra boned them. Yes, basically, uh, yeah. And they all just have a walk and talk. (laughs) So, So, yeah, essentially, the Tok'ra... Are ultimately the good guys, but they don't trust but us. Assholes, and they're good kind guys. of assholes, and they're kind of snobs. Yeah, they're very. And it's important to remember thing. that. I think they have the same problem with um, ego that the Gould do. Right, absolutely. It's right. the same. It's the same like ego overconfidence. Not to say overconfidence, arrogance. Yeah. Ego and arrogance. Uh, there's something the to that. And I wonder if it has to do with the symbiote. I wonder what it has to do with. But it's absolutely. Well, it's, it's both sides of the light. There. I can kind of. I'm going to say that it might have something to do with the fact that they are so old. It's like... That's true. When you but live... But the Knox don't have that, and neither do the Asgard. No, 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 no. I, and I'm not saying it's, like, every species that lives. Yeah. I'm saying, like, whether they're Gould or Tok'ra, they're going to want power. Right. Now, the Tok'ra want a different kind of power. Yeah. They're using it for a better reason. But, however, they're still living millennia, and they still look at Jack and these Tari as these, and their hosts. I mean, they have a better yeah. relationship with their host. But if they go, like, you'll bear, you won't even live 100 years. Like, but what do you know, you child? It, yeah, ultimately, they, it, it is a bit of, like... The- I don't know what better word to use other than symbiote because it's something both yeah. the Tok'ra and the gold Well, have. they are still a symbiote, Something yeah. about the symbiote mm-hmm. has this, like, rough edge. Yeah. It's best, it's the best way I can yeah. think of it. I, I, I like that concept. I like that idea. I think you're absolutely right. So, um, Something about having to share a body makes them slight assholes. Exactly. Yeah. So she, um, she's like, look, uh, no offense intended. And Jack's like, yeah, I'm getting used to that. And she tells Teal'c that, you know, look, or Jack tells Teal'c, you can come back and visit Shawnak after we debrief. Mm-hmm. Um, and Teal'c would like a moment. Okay. And he's like, yeah, we'll we'll wait by the gate for you. And uh, Teal'c, we find out his plan to tell Hammond of his intention to leave the SGC. Mm-hmm. They're going to return to Chulak together. And it's, like, really adorable. Like, they're holding hands and being all cute and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's very sweet. And you're like, this is going to go bad. This is not going to go well. Yeah. And then Shawnak, it goes bad, guys. <laughs> Shawnak goes to visit Tanith in his room. Aww. She couldn't wait to speak with him. And yes, he says, they must speak of her audacity. <laughs> How dare a priestess bad things. touch the mind bad of one who be her god. <laughs> and we're fucked. And uh, he's a gold, guys. He's no Tokra. Yeah, guess what? And, it was me uh, all along. Bamboozled. And uh, Shawnak showed her the way to defeat the Tokra. And now she can accept her reward which is not going to be a good thing. Okay. 
It's going to be bad guys. <laughs> These are not, like, reward is not the word you should have used there. Reward no. is a bad thing. No, no, this is, this is not this is not a reward. <laughs> Jack at the SGC, Teal'c announces this with great sadness. He takes his leave at the SGC. Okay. And Jack's like, you mean a leave of absence? <laughs> and Teal'c's like, we went over this early in the episode. I mean exactly I'm done. what I say. I'm out. <laughs> yeah. He pretends to remain live the remainder of his life on Chulak. And the team doesn't understand this and is stunned. And Daniel says that Shawnak's mission was successful mm-hmm. and uh, accomplished. And yeah. Sam's like, look, even if you can train more Jaffa to communicate with their symbiotes, like the Tok'ra have enough problems finding the hosts that they have as it is. And Jack's like, you know, and you belong here. Mm-hmm. And Daniel's, or, or Teal'c's like, no, I belong where I needed most. I've only been here for, like, what, three years? What do you mean I belong here? Right, yeah. Like, <laughs> well, and there's, I think it, uh, uh, this is where, again, his, this, this thing inside Teal'c is, is coming into play where he's like, well, shit, now I feel like I have to go back, but now I'm in this. Yeah. Now I feel like it, it's this idea where he's continued to grow and, and change, and it's like, well, no, I do owe something to these people. They're like, no, fuck you. You can't just start this new thing and yeah. then be done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, He's damned if he does, and he's damned if he yep, doesn't. Yeah, basically. He's kind of fucked, yeah. So there's an off-world activation, and it's the Tok'ra. It's a niece. And <sighs> here to share squat, that Jack assumes. Yeah. Uh, and Hammond, Hammond orders Walter to open the iris. This is not good news, guys. And it's a niece. Yep. And then they have a stretcher. And that's not good. And she tells Je- Teal'c that with great sorrow, she returns, and Teal'c understands before she can even say anything. Yep. They found Shawnak right outside her chamber. Her symbiote was dead as well. Um, they just couldn't find a mature larva. It was just an unfortunate result of, of waiting too long, and Teal'c uncovers her face, mm-hmm. and Daniel translates when he tells her that our love does not end in death. Holy man, that man is romantic. And Teal'c is clearly A little emo, but... Yeah. Yeah. But I have Damn to say, it. it has to be really fun for Chris to be able to play a Teal'c showing, like, these kind of emotions. Yeah, it, it's not something he gets to do it's often. a nice, meaty episode for Chris. And I'm gonna say, Chris Judge... Oh. Tara Ward. I dig it. I will take it. Because not only... He's got to go deep in there. Yeah. Because these emotions don't sit on the... You know, they're not on his, on his shirt sleeves. Oh, yeah, like no, they no. Are like, for Daniel. You, it's like Daniel's just like, here's it right here. And Teal'c's like, no, I have to go into the like trunk it, chest. Like, it hurts to get them. And go, like, bury it in the bottom yeah. and unlock something. Like, I'm <laughs> going into Mordor to get these feelings out. <laughs> what does that simply yeah. walk into Mordor? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> It's been a lot of Lord of the Rings in our house lately. Can I just say, on a slight change of subject, uh-huh. but as as oh, we 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 got a new we got a new bed. Okay. It's an IKEA bed because uh-huh. we love IKEA in this house. Is, is it's thing? pretty awesome, uh, and I love putting together puzzles. So it's basically like buying a fancy giant puzzle that you get to live with for a while. <laughs> but I needed. I put just wanted to put something on the background that I don't have to pay attention to. Sure. I can essentially quote The Martian <laughs> word for word because shocker. Yeah. I love that film a lot and the book. Solid. Can I just say that somehow the scene where where Sean Bean. <laughs> calls it has to explain why it's called the Project Elron. <laughs> Doesn't get old ever. <laughs> it's really fucking great. I forgot about that scene and, and it and is then, great. And then you have and then you have Jeff Daniels going going uh, uh, my, if we're going Project Elron, my code name is Glorfindel. <laughs> and, and you have what's your face going, what the fuck's going what's on, happening? you nerds? Why is this happening right now? And yeah. everyone 
everyone else in the room. They work for NASA, so they're like, no, we were on this. We're all on here. We're, we're on board. Let's do more I of just, this. the fact that they had Sean Bean, and they got the opportunity to have him explain what Project Elrond is, <laughs> is still, I think, one of the most serendipitous, perfect moments in cinema history. Done. And I don't care if no one agrees with me. <laughs> no, I, I, I'm a fan. It's, I'm a fan. God, I love this. I could just watch that scene on repeat. <laughs> I love that film so much. Anyway, so... Teal'c is meditating in his quarters, and he sees the vision of his father's murder by Cronus again. And as Teal'c screams in pain, Jack again happens to be walking by. This SG-1 has perfect timing this yeah. episode, guys. Or, or very thin walls. Like, I can't figure out which one it is. Well, it's just the fact that he has to be walking by yeah. at the exact same time. That's true. And, uh, and it's actually a really small. Yeah, you just don't know it. So he's actually like, it took him like two minutes to get from yeah, one side of the building to basically. the other. Basically, uh, and 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 Jack hears him screaming and pounds on the door. And Teal'c opens it, and and Teal'c's like, Shawnak was murdered. Yeah, basically. I know these things. <laughs> so they head back to Vorash, just yeah. just the two of them. Right. Although the rest of them could be at the gate. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and and. The the ghoul that did you notice the 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 Tok'ra that leads Jack and Teal'c in? No. Did you notice him? No. You should recognize him. Shit, I missed it. Yeah, it's 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 Mr. Dudley's. Damn it! How did I miss it? <laughs> I watched twice. You know, I gotta be honest. It's a testament to the story. I get so sucked in that yeah. I forget to look for. Well, to be fair, it, for cameos I and know. to do things, I'm just like. And then what happens? And what's fun <laughs> is uh, that's the first Tokra that Tilk takes out here in a second. Nice. Yeah, <laughs> take down the director when he goes into like rage, beast mode. Yeah, he's like I'm gonna rage and I'm gonna take everybody out. <laughs> Isn't that one of your favorite things in D and D? I like. I don't get to rage. Oh no, you don't rage. But I like watching. And yes. I like. So our 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 dwarf. Yeah. Our what we call our cuisine art. We so it's gone to a point. She forgets to rage. It's gone to a point where the DM's like, if you guys tell her to rage, she's not allowed to rage. <laughs> so me and Mr. Phil, who you guys have met, we're like ah, rage, rage, ah. Uh, uh. <laughs> Rage, rage, rage. Yeah. Just write a note and pass it to the table. It's my favorite thing (laughs) to watch because the second she rages, it's like, well, I'm just going to hand back and make myself a little bubble of sanctuary (laughs) and and get out my popcorn. I've seen her rage before. It's pretty epic. It's pretty fucking awesome. Well, when I show up tonight, if you need to mind her rage, just look at me and wink. Yeah. And then I'll make a motion to. Like a rage motion. Like a rage motion. I'll just go. Nobody tell our DM. You know what I'm going to do? You know what I'm going to do? Okay, you wink at me when you need her to rage, and I'm going to, and I don't know why I'm going to do this, but it makes sense in my head. Yeah. I'm going to do, um, um, I'm going to do my, uh. Yeah, your Zoidberg. My Zoidberg impression. I What's like funny it. is I started doing my Zoidberg impression, shoot it was. I'm going to do my Zoidberg impression, and that's going to be in the motion for her to rage. Um, for it. I like it. I like it. To be fair, it's very similar to the dance she does while she's raging. It is. Yeah. It is. Because it does when she does rage there's a lot of standing and then it's like I'm gonna rage <laughs> and the entire room cheers the entire village of Valaki is like yes we're saved okay we're done <laughs> oh, okay I'm okay now anyways <laughs> um, it's the alcohol 
Okay, so Teal'c says that they have reason to believe that Tan Tanith is not truly convinced to be a Tok'ra, and right. he's using this chance to spy on the Tok'ra. And Anise is like, well, what evidence do you have? That's like a bold statement to bring to us. Hmm. He's like, Shonak was murdered. He goes, yeah. Cronus, was mur- Cronus murdered my father by crushing the symbiote, and so that blood mixed with his father's. It's mm-hmm. a very slow, very painful death. Yeah, because basically someone just takes out your immune system. Well, it's not just... Of it. The, re- the, 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 the way they talk about the blood's mixing, I have a hunch that it's almost like it, the the ghouled blood is like poison. So yeah. you mix the poison with their blood. Well, one thing about it. If your entire immune system just shuts down, yeah. that's going to be painful. Mm-hmm. So it's like, let's shut down your immune system and then, like, shove poison through you. Yeah, basically, yeah. So that's basically what they're doing. Yeah. Um, and they they found ghouled blood in Shaunak's bloodstream and on her hands. Mm-hmm. So Teal'c, basically, Teal'c's like, and I've come to exact my revenge. Yeah. Don't- Hi, I'm Teal'c. You've murdered my friend. Prepare to Prepare die. Prepare to die. <laughs> uh, and Anise is like, I, I can't allow you to do that. And uh, Tilk's like, did you not hear what I just said? I've come to exact revenge. You don't want to get between me and my revengee. Yeah. Uh, I didn't ask for your permission. No. I'm telling you. I'm just telling you that this is going to happen. A and B, and you're in the way. And then (laughs) he takes out the director of the episode. Yeah. (laughs) And goes to find Tanith. Yeah. And he takes a lot of ghoul out. Yes. And they go down hard. Yeah. Yeah, these yeah, these are don't know who they're messing with. It hurts me, and I'm yeah. not even in there. And it takes five or six Tokra to stop him eventually, yes. and yeah. like force him down to his knees. <laughs> um, and and Anise comes up and tells them that look, Tanith is going to be more valuable to us if you don't stop him. Yeah, that's true. And he goes, it sucks that they're this. Assholey, I know, but it's great for the strategy. Yes, it's it it sucks as as characters and as people. Yeah, but fuck, it's so appropriate. Yeah, it's so appropriate. That's how they've survived this long. And that causes Jack and Tilk to pause. Yep, and Jack's like, you knew, and yep. Freya's like, yeah, Freya is like, yeah, we we suspected, we, yeah. um, but only after her death. Right, not before. Right, they wouldn't have put her in that situation. We had we had hoped that Shaunak was right, um, but they can use Tanith to their advantage. Um, we can let him think that he has successfully deceived us and mm-hmm. use him against the Gould. Right, basically use him for disinformation. Mm-hmm. Um, they're going to use him for a while, controlling what he sees and hears, and eventually they will get their knowledge through other ways. That's true. If anything, use your yeah. imagination. Yep. Uh, and it's called torture. It's called torture. And Jack wants to know, like, what about See, the host? See, it doesn't seem so bad. It's <laughs> sure. Uh, they're gonna they're gonna play. Actually, it's going to be. Uh, uh, you have you haven't. No, I've Did you see how they quote unquote tortured Daryl on Walking Dead, where they just put him in a room and played the same song over and over and over? Oh no, I haven't seen that. Over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. What song was it? Do we know? I purposely blocked it out of my brain because it got stuck in my head. And and that's basically how they're going to torture Tanith. Oh yeah, that works. And Jack's like, "What about the host?" And and Anise is like, "Look, he knew the risks." And eventually, we will remove the gould from him before we kill the gould. Like, we're not going to sacrifice the host. It's just an unfortunate byproduct for a bit. And uh, they are fighting a war for their very existence. And she makes no apology for their means. Okay. Which is a bold statement. Yeah. Yeah, well, It's a question of, do the means justify the ends? Well, um, if you pick it apart, there is a lot of ethical concerns. Yes. 
Everyone involved knows what the possible outcomes this are. This is true. Everybody knows what the worst case scenarios yep. are. No one was forced into any of it. Yes. And that's really all there is to it. Well, my only question, and, and this is part that I don't know if we will ever know the answer to, mm-hmm. considering how the Tok'ra, we already know that they are someone who sometimes the ends do justify the means. Mm-hmm. Did he really know right. all the risks? Right, because they're pretty good at withholding information. Of of, And it's not that they lied to him. Yeah. But did they tell him, like, look, there's a chance we may torture you? Right, and even then it's like, were they like, well, there's a chance, or were they like, there's a big chance, yeah. there's a 90% chance. There, yeah, that's like, true. This is a 50-50 shot that this guy is actually going to be a That's true, there's a lot of gray area there. Because at the same time... If they had actually warned him that mm-hmm. there that there there's a chance that there's a chance that this guy is a ghoul, mm-hmm. when he takes him as a host, he knows all that knowledge. That's true. So in order for them to truly be, like have Tanith, they would have to withhold. Some they of would that. have had to withhold something from. Oh God, Hebron. That's true. So like, did did he really know all the? Oh. He's going to get real pissed when they get that ghoul out of him if they tortured him for three months beforehand. That's absolutely solid. I, I see what you're saying. And also, yeah. these people live for thousands of years. Is short-term imprisonment and torture three months, or is that three decades? Right, right, to them, yeah. Like, there are some... There's some pretty Questionable situations here. going on here. Yeah, I think the Trokras... scratch under that surface of the plotline a bit. Their, like, <laughs> ethical threshold, if you will... Is much farther than ours. Is much different than, than, than the humans are. Than because, the humans, yeah. yeah. Because they live... Because... Well, a lot of it is their situation, circumstance, yes. and, and their... Their longevity. Absolute, yeah. They plays need a part to survive, yeah. Yeah. Oh, interesting stuff, guys. Yeah. This is big. Interesting. Yeah. Um, anyway, so Jack wants... Well, no, we already covered that part. So Teal'c and Jack and Anise then enter Tanis' room together. Mm-hmm. Teal'c takes the lead. Yeah. And somehow Teal keeps a straight face through all of this. Oh, this Man is awesome. Man has a poker face. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and Tanith... Plays plays the role well, and, mm-hmm. and here's the thing: is that he, in this scene, I think because we know both sides, I, I I read both sides into knowing what the other is truly saying. Right. But Tanith is arrogant enough to actually think that he is pulling this off right now. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And and well, and I wonder how much Tanith has revealed to his host. Yeah. So. Because although he does he speak just as bashes here. that yeah. Hebron in That's there, true. yeah. Um, because again, even earlier when when Hebron was talking, I don't think it was Hebron was not actually. No, talking. I don't know that Hebron has it because I no. think the and, and it might be favorable for the the Tokra because I think the minute that he would have a chance yeah. to talk, he'd be like, "He's fucking faking it," yeah, and then everything would be because I think as soon as he took over, he squashed him down. We've seen before that the Gould can talk. Without the yeah. voice before, yeah. Um, but he says he says that Tilk must feel the pain of Shonek's death as deeply as he does. It's a terrible loss. Mm-hmm. And Tilk says he came to look upon you and know that Shonek's sacrifice will not be in vain. Yikes! 
And Tannis says he has his promise that one day they will meet again and together they will remember he, she who meant so much to both of them. And Teal just says, yes, we will meet again. That I promise. Oh, yeah. Fade out. Yeah. That was like the best part of the whole thing. <laughs> Guys, <laughs> I don't. Teal'c is not fucking around anymore. I don't, I don't want to be the person that Teal'c is trying to get revenge on. Ever. Yeah, I don't want to be in the end of Teal'c's revenge mission. This <laughs> episode has me excited. Like I'm ready. I think it's been a while since we had something like this that drove so much plot and I that and, created so much story. And without spoilers, I will say that this does start a plotline thread yes. that that we follow. Yeah. Um. That because it's like there's it's a couple time. Let's just say that there's a domino setup. Yeah. In this episode. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> there's a little Rube Goldberg machine. Unexpected ways, but there's yeah. a domino setup, guys. This is. My favorite episode of the season, definitely, so far. Yeah. Uh, it was so good. One, to see Tilk's backstory, to see that he had this love affair with this woman, mm-hmm. all this other stuff. But just, like, the amount of story we get out of here, the yeah. amount of, of, of things that get driven through. Like, we're moving at breakneck speed right now. Yes. Like, all the shit is happening now. Yes. I'm excited. I'm ready. I love this episode. The yes. end. The yeah. end. <laughs> Um, I will say, as we get to the rankings, I know we haven't done our overall ranking <laughs> yeah. through season three. Uh, we will do that at some point. Promise. We promise. It's happening. Uh, we just haven't gotten around to sitting down to do that. Yeah. Because you don't want to hear us trying to remember the episodes for an <laughs> hour trying to do all this stuff. We give you the Sometimes, end Sometimes, guys, life is hard. <laughs> Sometimes life is hard. <laughs> we will get to it. We promise. Yeah. Um, and, but where is this rank on your season four list, though? This is the very top of my season. That's what I figured. Yeah, the very top. So this is, it goes Crossroads, the other side, Upgrades, and then Nemesis. I am going to say that this, I think, goes as my, oh, this is really hard. It's either two or three for me. It does not beat Upgrades. I like Upgrades for different reasons. Sure. Um, I'm, I'm going to say that this one probably goes as third for me. Got it. Okay. Um, I'll take it. Well, again, we've never disagreed. We've yeah. it's perfectly clear that we favor different episodes. Absolutely. I love, I love this episode. Upgrades is much more up my alley. And that makes sense. You like the feels. I do like the feels. I like all the feels. Good, bad, and in between. Hey, 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 guys. You know how she likes the feels? Uh, divide and Conquer is next episode, guys. I don't know what that means, but I'm worried. Yeah. Well, don't be worried. Okay. Don't be worried at all. Speaking of feels, I wanted to address something before I forget. Somebody posted on our Facebook page. Yo, I was going to do this at the beginning of the episode. Thank you. I didn't want to forget. <laughs> Go for it. I have watched that DuckTales trailer <laughs> more than once. There may or may not have been tears involved. <laughs> I'm so fucking ready. I, I know. know. And there was an entire conversation about, amongst a couple of my friends and I about how it feels like like it's 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 cut too much for like young kids. The voices aren't the same. Guys, who cares? There's a doctor playing Uncle Scrooge. I know. I know. There's a doctor playing Uncle Scrooge. I know. He's 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 just this different man now. He's kind of broken. There's something really fucking great about him not being all powerful. That yeah. he's a little bit vulnerable. Um, I like Kate Micucci. I hope she does a great webby. I love Webby. Kate Micucci so much. And there was so many tears. Speaking of Kate Micucci, there was a discussion who we were talking about. Uh, 
Hollow notes. Hollow notes. Thank you. We almost did it again. Yeah. We were talking about hollow notes and we still almost say Garfunkel notes like every single time. It's happening. We know there's a, like, I know this, I know who the difference is, but somehow I still just almost say Garfunkel yeah. notes. But guys, I'm, I'm so ready notes. for this new DuckTales. I'm so ready it's for gonna it. It's going to be exciting. It's going to be great. There may be a tangent cast. <laughs> Maybe a tangent cast. <laughs> Let's be honest. Okay, fine. <laughs> so, well, here's the thing. Was it going to be, I was going to say maybe it'll just be a tiny cast at the end of a main cast, but you can talk for an hour I on DuckTales easily. I can easily go for an hour. Yeah. I can easily go for an hour. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, thanks for listening. Well, hold up. Hold up. Hold no, up. talked about DuckTales we and I'm We have it indeed, and <laughs> oh, we have we our Beard Delawise cameo. That's fair. Okay. So what are we at now? We're up to six Dave, Peter Delawise cameos, and okay. even six indeeds. Trust me, the number just starts skyrocketing here soon. I like it. It's like it's like a, a, a direct inverse like line of yeah. indeeds. Like it, it's a it's a um the the math term is blanking me. It doubles. It, it curves. It curves. Exponential. Exponential. <laughs> That thing, <laughs> guys. Thanks for listening. Yes, you can find us at, on Twitter at Terra Podcast. <laughs> you can find us on Facebook at There's No Place Like Terra, or you can email us at There's No Place Like Terra at gmail.com. Yes, <laughs> rate review. Thank you. We love you guys. Stay tuned for more DuckTales. DuckTales. <laughs> okay, I'm done. Bye, guys. Bye.